The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Just uh, texting myself here. Pick up corn syrup. Okay, listen. Um, you know on Fridays. <laughs> you get the glitter, I'll get the corn syrup. You know on uh, Fridays we often delve into the big blue folder of stories. <laughs> so I have, a, I have a slightly different approach to it this week. It's it's the big blue folder of follow-up stories. Yes. Yes, because all these stories were in our big blue folder, but each of them has now a follow-up. Yes. And here's one of them I found quite interesting. Do you remember the Fiji water girl? I sure do. Who could forget, right? That she was, was the Golden Globes, wasn't that's it? That's right. And she photobombed brilliantly Every, everything. everything. And do you know how everybody said, oh, she is going to make a ton of money yep. on this because you, you just know Fiji's going to want to capitalize on that, which they have. So her real name is Kelly Steinbach, and uh, her mom modeling name is Kelleth Cutbert, but she's now suing Fiji Water. And here's why, because Fiji, she claims Fiji has reproduced without her authorization cardboard cutouts of her, life-size cardboard yeah. cutouts that are all over yeah. the country now. So you can pose with So you can yeah. pose with the Fiji Water Girl. She says that she didn't uh, have their permission, that she, or her permission, that she did a they released a mock video, she calls it, where she's signing away her rights for a big check, but she said it was nothing but a mock video. Mm-hmm. She didn't actually sign anything. Uh, the cardboard cutouts started popping up all over L.A. Now they spread across the country. Um, she says the Fiji Water Girl viral movement generated, in her estimation, upwards of $12 million Whoa. in brand exposure, and she wants a judge to give her a piece of that. Now, Fiji has responded. So Fiji, a rep for uh, that company, has said, quote, This lawsuit is frivolous and entirely without merit. (laughs) After the Golden Globes social media movement, Fiji negotiated a generous agreement with Miss Cuthbert that she blatantly violated. Mm. We are confident that we will prevail in court. Uh, The company went on to say, Throughout our history, we have had a sterling reputation working with talent. The viral sensation that was the Fiji water girl, a photobombing every celeb at the Golden Globes, uh, will return, just not in the flesh. So they're they're so doubling they're just down. Going, yeah, so they're just going to use the cutouts of her. Mm, mm, I, mm. I can understand. I can understand that. Uh, I would do both, uh, honestly. If I was Fiji, I yeah. mean, definitely, I would capitalize on that and keep that uh, movement moving as long and as far as you can. But you'd want to hire her, right? But like the company says, they say they did hire her. She says, "I never signed the contract." So. You know, well, when they here's the thing: when they hired her originally to do the thing at the Golden Globes, somewhere in the contract was there something, and we can use your image, you know, whatever moving forward. That would be my guess. And if she didn't sign it, didn't think about it, whatever, not realizing what had happened, I'll tell you something. When we were doing our book deal years back, our first book deal um, ended because the person that we were writing the book with, that was in the contract that the publisher would then gain rights to the stories, the the story image and whatnot. And the person that we were doing said, no... I'm sharing this story with you. You can't take it and make it something mm-hmm. else into a movie or whatever without my input on it. And that's how our first book deal came to a screeching halt. Is that right? Eh? Yeah. 
And, and I appreciate that. And there was no problem. We moved on from that. And then that's when we did the Peter yeah. Pocklington biography, which, you know, moved on. And uh, we did get approached about movie rights and stuff for that. But that's where it stayed. But well, it, that's that was a done deal. You know, she, and she caught on to that. And I, I was in yeah. good honor. Because I've maybe you all have at at some point if you've ever been around somewhere where they're filming or Mm. you know where they're taking photographs or whatever and you sign off a waiver right and I've signed dozens of them like just for laughs if you're backstage you're always signing waivers saying that your image can be used right but if my image were to be used it it still has to be used I think in the manner in which a reasonable person would expect it to be used so if it's background or if it's you know just a picture and uh, and you happen to be standing next to the person who was the subject of the picture if instead they produced a cardboard cutout of me doing comedy on stage Mm -hmm. and it was you know across Canada in comedy clubs yeah I'd be livid I'd sue them. them This conference that I emceed a couple weeks ago, the Industrial Heartland, the Alberta Industrial Heartland Association, there was a big sign before you went into Hall D at the Shaw Conference Center. As you know, as when you go through these doors, you are yeah. giving your right to be photographed and to be used in publications. You and know, if you don't, you know, talk I've always to wanted beforehand. to. I've always wanted to see if that gets challenged because I, I have yeah. given that speech so many times. If they're filming, if I'm emceeing a show and they're filming. Um, the speech is summarized goes something like this. All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you look around the room, you'll notice that we have cameras. Uh-huh. We're, tonight is a filming night. So if you're here with somebody you shouldn't be with, now would be a good okay, time, time to leave. <laughs> uh, but if you remain, you are giving us your implied consent to film. Yes. And that's what all we ever say. But I've never seen anyone challenge that. Well, do you remember, of course you remember this. Um, it was on one of our listener trips, and I think it was in Punta to Canada, no, it was in Puerto Morales uh, two years ago. You did the comedy show, and there was a fellow there who recorded the entire thing. And when we came out of that, you talked to him about it, uh, because he was going to put it up on his Facebook page. You told him you had two days. I said he could put it up for two days, and it had to come back down again, because we had not warned people not to film. I hadn't even thought of it. There was no signage saying you couldn't film. But it is intellectual property, right? And my fear, of course, would be the theft of my material. Like, I don't mind people enjoying my material. I don't want... But if I'm going to get my material out there on on a broad platform, it has to... I don't want it to be a show that is talking about Mexico or, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I want it to be the show that I want it to be. And and I and if it's going to drive any income, because this guy had a channel that he got paid for. Yeah, so he if like he's a driving YouTube channel income, right. or then Facebook or something, right? Yeah, then I should definitely be getting and a piece of it. you got his it. information. He did take it down. He did, yeah. We watched, uh, we watched it go down. Um, I mean, he was very, he, he was, was surprised. Yeah, he was surprised that I was angry. Because I was like, well, you didn't have my permission to film that. And he was like, no, no, it's YouTube. Like, you know, you'll get greater coverage for this. Don't I'm need like, it. Yeah, I don't I'm need good. it. Like, I don't want it. Right. And and he was quite taken aback because he really enjoyed the show. He was like, oh no, like, and people were live tweeting, or yeah. not live tweeting, live commenting yeah. during the show. So it it's to everyone listening. I'm sure it sounds like a great thing. It didn't result in it, and I knew it wouldn't. It doesn't result in me getting a single booking and no one in Africa who's watching it or in British Columbia for that matter or United Kingdom is going oh we should fly that guy in for the next so it doesn't benefit me at all but it does risk the theft of my material right and that's all I have that's all any comedian has our material so we're careful about what well, we sign he, away on. And, he, and here's the thing. I mean, if you're doing, let's say, you know, Amy Schumer comes to Roger's place, she's getting paid a big hunk of cash mm-hmm. to do that. That event was, yep. you know, yeah. a, a freebie, right? Well, when you do television in general, you're you're selling your material. Yeah. 
you know, they and you're you're getting it uh, residuals for it as it gets broken. Like, mm-hmm. there's lots of compensation for it to go on TV. So the risk is worth running. Plus, it's kind of proof. If it goes on a main uh, network, it's, it's proof yours. that it's your material because the day that it yeah. broadcasts, you can say, I was doing that bit yeah. in 1990-whatever, right? But a YouTube channel? Mm. Follow-up story. Remember the bridezilla we told you about uh, a few weeks ago who insisted her wedding party spend at least $1,000 on their <laughs> outfits and requested they wear different colors and styles based on how much they weighed? <laughs> yeah. yeah, do you remember this one? Well, apparently, she had also demanded that her wedding party take a lie detector test to find out which of her friend um, shared the size of her wedding dress online. Right, and that's where the story ended for us because this outrageous demand that if you are this much weight, you wear this. If you're this much weight, you wear that. If your hair and color... colors. Right, yeah. and the story ended with her so upset that, that's, that the story had leaked out and that she was being criticized that she said she was considering getting a lie detector. Well, yeah. she did. She got a lie detector and she found the culprit. And apparently it was none other than Stephanie, Ste- her now former friend Stephanie, <laughs> who was immediately removed from the bride's property. The bride wrote, many y'all been asking how Saturday's polygraph party went. It was fantastic. Attendance was 100%. I asked y'all simple questions says, such as, did you leak my dress code to the internet and do you secretly hate me? Well, I do now. Um, <laughs> she said she uh, ID'd the snitch was uh, removed. She confided to uh, leaking the posts and ridiculing me online. Uh, And she says, the outside world will never understand any of this thanks to Stephanie. No, we won't because of you. That's right. And she has actually doubled down on her demands. Listen to this. Do you remember these, Chadville? Now, she had said, you know, certain weight, certain color, certain whatever, whatever, whatever. She's now saying, not only is she keeping the dress code, She's now requiring all of her guests to submit a picture of themselves in the outfit so she can tell everyone what is wrong Mm. with their look and how to improve it. This is a catch. She's a catch. Women under, what was it? Women under 150 pounds have to wear green and orange as well as Labatoon Hills. Uh, Heavier women must wear all black. She says, uh, you need to get your soda hat. I actually had to Google what a soda hat was or a helicopter hat. Go buy one. And then she says, it gets better, you guys. That's just the one outfit. Mm -hmm. Ladies, let me be clear. There's a second outfit. (laughs) Must total at least $1,000 because the theme of the wedding is 24 carats. That's right. I think think Stephanie needs to sleep with her fiancé and then her work here is done. I think that's... Whoever this guy is, he needs to seriously reconsider this marriage. Seriously. Unless... Unless we're all being trolled hugely, which we could be. It's possible. But it's great entertainment. Or she is the heir to some fortune. I mean, maybe then you could tolerate it for a time. Well, then if you are, then you buy everything for your guests. Fair enough. Yeah. There's no way... I'm spending $2,000 just on cold... And the guys had to wear, like, fuzzy purple jackets. Mm Mm-hmm. Which, in my case, I have one, but I mean, most people don't. (laughs) Goes with the glitter. (laughs) Exactly. I'm going to listen to some B.B. King tonight. Are you now? Oh, yeah. Is that your plan for this evening? Well, the plan was to go downtown for dinner with the kids. Mm. Um, But the snow has changed that, so we're just going to bundle up at home. I'm I'm about... There might be some kitchen dancing tonight. Well, I'll be doing something similar. 
bend dancing? I'll be throwing darts at the bend, but I'm doing it with style. Did I, did I ever tell you about the time that uh, Coach and I came home from our trip and our youngest, which is uh, our youngest son, <laughs> had a party? Well, okay, you'll have to be more specific. I know, kind of like the one he had when we were gone this time. But yeah. um, and uh, he had, I have a painting that Lucy the elephant did mm. in our family yeah, room. Yep. And um, I came home and I'm, I'm looking at the wall there and I'm like, what, what's going on here? He had actually taken down the picture, the the Lucy painting, and put yeah. up a dartboard in, in like the living in the living room yeah, in the main yeah. family room, good, and, yeah. and 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 um, play darts. Yeah, your on son's what nine? <laughs> How old is he? Twenty <laughs> something. He's twenty four. Well, I think he was about twenty two at this time. What does you know the uh, you know the lady that's uh, retraining your dog, <laughs> Monica? Does she have openings? Like, is there? You know what I mean? Like, why don't you send him to go pick up it the was, dog? It was quite funny because last night when we we had a session uh, out with Monica with the dog last night, as now she tries to train me and coach on yeah. how to you know with the dog not to undo her training exactly yeah. and uh, when we got home we sent the boys uh, a picture of uh, Bull Breeze and they're like is he all fixed now <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and I had made some comment and I said yeah and you two are going there next sure yeah absolutely yeah. it's a family affair speaking of fixing things do you remember the story yesterday or the day before about uh, Ariana Grande and her oh, tattoo. And, the, and the bad tattoo that she thought said seven rings, but turned out to be a Japanese barbecue. That's right. So she had gotten this tattoo, as we told you about mm -hmm. earlier in the week, spells out the name of Barbecue Grill. <laughs> and uh, she had owned it, right? She had owned it. And uh, yes, I made a mistake and I wasn't going back and mm -hmm. it'll fade and all. Well, she went back. She went back to fix it. She got a new character added oh, to boy. the tattoo and then posted a picture and said, quote, slightly better. R.I.P. Tiny Charcoal Grill. Miss Aww. you, man. I actually really liked you. Ha, ha, ha. Here's the problem. Oh, it's still wrong? Missed What's it, it say uh, now? Missed it by this much. The tattoo isn't actually fixed. In fact, it might be worse. Uh, she added the character of her finger, uh, which now, so now it reads, Japanese barbecue finger. <laughs> or barbecue grill finger, or something along those lines. Now, USA Today says it could also be read as ring seven finger, which is closer uh. to what she was going for. Um, but generally speaking, there's, hmm. she doesn't, they don't know why she added finger. You know what she needs? Uh, Google? Well, here's you know, my, my oldest son. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the responsible one, yeah. He, um, he speaks fluent Japanese. Uh, there's a thought. And to help learn Japanese, he developed a, a poster of all the kanji symbols. Oh, nice. So he did a whole full po poster, which on one of, one of his websites, you mm. can buy. We should send her, we should buy one yes. and send it to Ariana Grande. We should. Or at least a link or to something it. to it. Yeah. Actually, I'll go on her Instagram page and send her a link <laughs> to the website and say, hey, maybe you should buy one of these posters. I'm actually thinking there could be cash in this for me. <laughs> because Miss Grande... Um, barbecue grill finger was my nickname in high school, <laughs> so I think I pretty much own that. One more update. Mm, sure. Just came in. We now know why the key fobs aren't working in the parking lot of a, the grocery We've store in Carstairs. Okay, what? Westview Co-op says on its Facebook page that it was a piece of consumer electronic equipment somewhere in the area that was stuck in transmit mode. Whoa. That device was interfering with signals from the key fobs. The store says it doesn't expect any more issues, but it's continuing to monitor. No criminal activity involved. Now we need huh. to get it figured out at St. Albert. 
Yeah, and, and send the aliens home that we've been holding captive. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.